0: what's up escaping fragility today's been an interesting day I've been reading a lot my motivation has been waning. I accidentally took a lot of LSD the other day and it was the first time in my life I'd had an experience like that it was a legit major psychedelic experience that if you were to say I could do that again I probably would say no I don't know if I'm ever going to do that again and I have like two day afterlife where like I'm tired and still trying to work through some of the uh things that came up and my motivation is waned. anytime my motivation wanes it makes me nervous like I get this weird idea that like oh my gosh what if you never want to work again your life's going to crumble like it's obviously irrational and it's good to take breaks and time away and things like that and recuperate I need to do that more but today for example I was co-working and. uh I was, I had plenty to do as I always do. And I just like, didn't feel like working. And I just read, I was reading. And there's a book by the author that wrote Direct Truth. Now Direct Truth is an amazing book. I highly recommend everybody gets it. I can't pronounce his name. It's like, I'm not gonna try But the author of Direct Truth wrote two other books and they're both good. They're a little out there in some ways, but something that, stuck out to me today that I wanted to bring up was this idea that he talks about in one of these books that there's no such thing as me, Colin. Like, I don't exist. It's just this illusion that my brain is manufactured so that when I look in the mirror, I record a video, I see myself. And he's kind of talking about how there is no self. There is no person with a name. And it's, it's interesting because like, I feel like it channels different parts of the brain and and, and the intellect. And like, in one way, I understand what he's saying. In another way, like there is a me. I don't know, it's interesting. Uh, He does also talk in the book a lot about how the prison of the mind and how all of us are basically prisoners of our mind. Like our mind tells us to do things. It tells us we want things. It creates our suffering. It creates our happiness. It creates everything. When we live through our mind and in our mind, we, are always taking in data about how to feel about the situation, about life, about what we're doing, where we're going, whatever. And because the conditioning of society and a lot of just the noise in culture, in the modern world, a lot of the feelings that we bring into ourself, that we create is suffering that is manufactured through our mind Because that mind has these weird ideas about what we should do or shouldn't do, or whether this mistake like is terrible and we should feel bad about ourselves, or whether we should be shamed or guilt or whatever. We're not making progress. It's all noise. It's all garbage. Like I don't want to sit in a cave and be a monk. I like my work. I like what I do. I like exercise. I'm about to play racquetball. I enjoy spending time with friends and family. I like good food. You know, I like all these things. I get it. There is a place in the middle though where you can find, I think, contentment and fulfillment and you can live your truth. And that's a lot of what I think he's trying to get out in these books. They're, I think they're definitely worth reading, maybe even a couple of times and you know what you can take from them, you can take. But this idea that like myself is an illusion, my mind is a prison that I basically create for myself. I think that is the first step of awareness to figure out how to do something about it. Because it is true. If you, if you read Stoicism, which is the philosophy that is most... Uh, resonate with me through all my readings and over the years we focus on we have to focus on the things that we can control and we have to accept that which we can't control now we can't accept anything around us we can only accept how we respond to the things around us and how we respond to things that happen and what we do with that information right so like yeah obviously my dad died i was upset but beyond a point where just like normal physical grief is gonna take its toll right it does it's gonna it's gonna it needs to do what it needs to do, right? If I keep lingering in that grief, it will eventually have other negative effects that will I will be letting happen, right? So you see this a lot with victim mindset and neg- negativity in general and just negative people. They always have something to be negative about. They always have something to complain about. They feel good doing it though. It's this weird kind of masochism where they want to be the victim. They want to be pained or wronged or whatever so they have somebody they can blame. Blame and victimhood is probably the most prevalent toxic mindset in our culture today. People are kicking and screaming about how things should be and the government should do this and this, more taxes than this. And then they just don't do anything and take responsibility for their life. Like they just want what, handouts? So again, this all ties back into the idea of self. Your your mind and living your life through your mind that is constantly making labels and judgments and doing these things. That's constantly living in the past, the future. That is a brutal taskmaster. And for for most of us, it is a slave driver. You can get better at controlling it though. Meditation can help. Uh, I find just general mindfulness and being in the moment helps a lot. And for me, the biggest thing I would say is probably writing about it and reading about it. So reading books like The Direct Truth or Buddhism or any, or any philosophy really, is always an exercise for me and better understanding my own psyche, my own biology, and then kind of taking that stoic framework where what can I control? And then running everything through that filter. So everything in your life right now that causes you pain or that is something that is just not matching up with what you want, you have to take responsibility yourself to analyze how you're thinking about that situation. Is it serving you? Is it hurting you? Are these thoughts useful or are they destroying you? Not about whether it's right or wrong. Not about whether it's fair. Like honestly, there's no morality in nature. Like t- talk about morality to the young gazelle fresh out of the mom's room that gets, e- is he being eaten alive by the tiger. Like, are we gonna throw the tiger in tiger jail? Like that's nature. It's brutal. Nature is brutal. And humans have been able to take nature in our own hands to an extent, yes. And it has afforded just the most insane amount of comforts and privilege you could possibly fathom. (laughs) And what's funny about that privilege word is, I only think there is one privilege. That privilege is being alive right now in 2020. That's the only privilege there is. Because everyone else, 99.9% of humanity is dead. And then people try to talk about skin color and this and that. That's such garbage. That is just an excuse. It is just an excuse, right? Because I know a lot of rich white people that are miserable. Like who cares if they have money? Like, what's the point of having money if you're not happy? You actually see more rich, unhappy people than you do happy people. So like, what's the freaking point? It's Just, it's just, a, it's a nonsensical idea and concept. It's, it's just a typical victim blame uh, narrative. It's just garbage. So something to think about though, you know, it's a couple things to think about, I guess, but yourself is a prison. And the thing is you're, you have the key though. You can exit that prison at any moment you want. It's not easy, it can take time, take work. You constantly put yourself back in the prison. Like your ego will constantly put you back in that prison but you can remove yourself at any time. If you're suffering, you are in a self-inflicted prison. Yes, with certain things, you're gonna have grief and it's gonna be hard and you're gonna have to go through that, you have to work through that stuff. Like there's a certain biological response to grief and loss, but beyond that, if you wallow in pity for yourself and woe is me, you will ruin your life and you will stay stuck exactly where you are or even potentially lead yourself into dangerous places that could get you killed or completely destroy everything. Nobody, not the government, not your parents, not your partners, brothers and sisters, nobody's responsible for your own results in life, your own health, your happiness. It's only you, what you do. It's the only thing that matters. So recognize that, You've created a prison for yourself. We all have to some extent. It just depends on how far we go, how deep we go and how much we repeat the same mistakes, You know, being that same that same prisoner stuck in that same prison and how much we let the ego and the prison guard kind of control and dictate and tell the prisoner what to do and how una- like the more unaware we are, the more we don't even recognize this prisoner-prison uh, guard relationship. Let me know what you think about this. I gotta, I gotta work out.